it. Hello, Internet. The heat wave's finally over. It's no, it's not. If yeah, you it live is. outside of Vancouver. Yeah, also, well. our heat waves are not real heat. Uh, welcome to episode 49 of Outrage <laughs> Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and tell them why they're dumb for caring. Made them heated. If you will, I get it because of the heat wave. I'm yeah. still sweating quite a bit actually in here today. Well, that's not that's why I was saying thank God the heat wave's over because your house is hot, so we record in the heat and then we drink coffee like idiots, so we get even hotter. I run hot. So if there was a heat wave coinciding with your hot house and us drinking hot coffee, we'd probably be even sweatier. We're hot blooded. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You sure have a lot of uh, pep today. <laughs> it's like you've been sleeping with your kid away. Yeah, my kid has been gone. I actually got, got some sleep. I love, uh, so my favorite thing about traveling for work is like, God bless my family. They're great, but uh, mm. an entire week, eh, they're okay. You have to say that. They're, they're all right. They're not going to, I don't have to say that because they will never, ever listen to this. But That's true. A week. Oh my God, imagine if Noah listens to all these when he's no. 18. <laughs> That's... And then just... Has unbridled daddy issues from all the shit you said about him when he was four. And I mean, he's going to have those anyway, because I will say them to him consistently throughout his life. But in like in 14 years, podcasts will probably be as uh, and and antiquated 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 old and irrelevant as like floppy disks are now. Everyone will be like, hey, remember when we used used to listen to podcasts or they could be like hipster shit like vinyl and people be like, hey, come over and listen to this podcast because we can only listen to it in my living room because vinyl is garbage and you can't listen to it anywhere but in a super stable place. Yeah. Do you remember when you were a kid and your parents would listen to vinyl and you always got in shit for dancing because you would wreck the actual music that was playing? Oh, because just no. from dancing in front of it. I, I don't recall <laughs> that yeah. not being allowed to dance. Did you grow up in the town from Footloose? Why? No, I grew up where my dad would play like Wings and I'd start dancing. Oh, and he, Wings! And he would be like the best Paul McCartney band. Exactly. I'd say. Wings is the band that Paul McCartney got to fully realize his genius without the hindrance of John Lennon yeah. holding him back. That is absolutely true. Uh, Wings was was fantastic. And, well, uh, the only way you disagree is if you like John Lennon, which I don't. Yeah, also. And, and I'd say, like, Paul McCartney in The Beatles was watered down Paul McCartney. Yes, The Beatles was more rock, but I think Wings kind of was an evolutionary point in pop music, like pop rock. Oh, speaking of artistic geniuses, yeah. uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is doing a show with the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra on Monday. You want to go? Sure. Sweet. I will go, not because I like Carly Rae Jepsen. I will go because I never do anything outside of my house that doesn't involve a farmer's market or a cultural festival. Yeah, but you also really like Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes. Okay. I like Tom Hanks, so... <laughs> I don't think he'll be there. By but. proxy, I have to like Carly Rae Jepsen because she had Tom Hanks in her video. An amazing video, might I yeah. add. Uh, all right, so... Oh, yeah, I traveled for work, and I got to sleep in a bed. I traveled for work. I want to also give a shout-out to San Diego, which is, like, 
the best Californian city. Can we give an, or can you give an anti-shout out to San Fran? Yeah. Because. San Francisco is actually like the shittiest city. I, I fucking hate it. It is yes. the worst city on earth. That's right, San Francisco. Take it down a notch, fuck faces. I don't, I don't think anyone from San Francisco listens to this podcast. If you do, and you're one of the, you're either one of the rich people making the problem worse, or somehow, you're one of the homeless people. Somehow you're a very poor person who got their hands the on problem. a podcasting device. Yeah, any shit that has an open debate about people defecating in the streets, or any city that has an open debate about people shitting in the streets. Should probably address the problem. Which, after having spent enough time in San Francisco, uh, I can conclusively say, just let the people defecate in the streets. Just, yeah. like, it really, it's not gonna make your city any shittier than it already is. Eh? 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 Get it? And they're not gonna swim to Alcatraz, which is the only thing in San Francisco I want to see, besides maybe the giant redwoods where all those monkeys live. I don't think that keep fighting the humans. What in no, the Planet not, of the Apes movies? That was so. Those movies were a work of uh, Derek. Okay, they're real. There was they're real movies. The Statue of Liberty in the old ones. They're documentaries. Therefore, it's real. They're documentaries. I mean, oh my god. I just realized how racist it is. If you go across the bridge from San Francisco, it's like Nightmare Monkey Village, or otherwise known as. Stop talking right now. Okay, just <laughs> whatever you're if about you want to say. get. I'm not saying it's racist. I'm saying, is it culturally insensitive for the makers of Planet of the Apes? Is that series? what they were saying? That Oakland. I don't know that Oakland's a nightmare monkey city. Is Planet of the Apes racist? Wait, is it across the same bridge? No, I don't think so. It's like up in the... the yeah, I just know it's across a bridge from San Francisco. Is there more than one bridge in San Francisco? I know there's the Golden Gate Bridge. I like how... Yeah, there's also the Bay Bridge. It's, I, I oh, Google, Oakland's across the Bay Bridge. Never mind. Planet of the Apes racist, and it's all about, like, Roseanne Barr's fucking idiot tweet. Oh, yeah. Her stupid, unfunny tweet. Yeah. Much yeah. Jokes about people being monkeys hasn't been funny since the 60s, Roseanne. Yeah, Get some new material. I don't know. God. Okay. Well, moving on. Oh, sorry. I kind of that cut short your love for San Diego. Do you have anything else to say or just that? No, I just love it. If I uh, if we ever have to split up this podcast and go our separate ways, I'm moving to San Diego and I'm just going to like get a bike and ride it to the beach and like totally be a beach bum. I was going to make fun of you for how hipster that sounds, but it, sounds awesome. it actually sounds it's, awesome. It's, it would be fun. Because uh, one thing I've realized, my favorite fashion is beach fashion, like lightweight button up shirts, shorts and flip flops. I could live in those. Yeah. Yeah. Very and loud. S- and Sony's. You're lucky. You look like a Tommy Bahamas fucking fashion model. Like. Oh, my God. Thanks, bro. No, not a compliment. <laughs> not Wait, a compliment. If that's not a compliment, why would <laughs> you address the best beach shirts ever made? Not a compliment. Tony Bahamas shirts. Should we look at the, the outrage on the I, Internet? I think we should just talk about us living on the beach in some ideal utopian world longer. We, we can do that. Bro, if you're going to San Diego... um. I'm going to be that weird friend that comes to you. Who's coming with me? I am. Fuck Canada. We can finally live out. Uh, I don't know about that. That's like the one thing. So this is the one time uh, right before I went uh, in the week leading up to it. There was like uh, all this 
like the uh, Trump. Oh, Jesus, the Trump and the oh, fucking... Oh, Lord. Okay, so kings. like... Normally, I'm like, okay, like, people have a tendency to, like, overreact mm-hmm. to things. And, like, normally, yeah, like, people call Trump pure evil. But is he evil or is he just dumb? Yeah. Uh, but this was, like, this crossed a, uh, an area. And people are always like, hey, you know, we should be, like, tolerant of people with other political beliefs. And, yeah, that's fucking fine. But if if one of your friends was supportive of Trump's policy of... Uh, splitting up children at the border, like splitting yeah. children off from their families at the border and sticking these kids in like pens in holding facilities. That's fucked up. You know what I think just happened, Eric? I think we both just got activated as libtards. Yeah. Because for the, the whole Trump debate, what's it been, two years? I've always been like, no, Trump's bad. Yes, he's bad. I don't want to fucking be grouped in with the far right. And then you hear the far left, and you're like, fuck the far left. So you're making, irritating all the time. You're just making the far right stronger. Oh, my God. And then this happens, and you're like, fuck, now I'm far left. Yeah. Thanks Back a lot, on the left. Trump. It's too much. Why can't I just, like, yeah. find one political alignment was, and stick with I it? I was on that fucking rock in the middle of the stream perilously balancing and then this comes along and now i'm far left again and now i there's no way i can defend anything like he even brought up space force again after three months which we brought up on episode 38 if you want to uh go Go, to go back and replay that gem yeah you heard it here first folks that's uh ramping on about how trump uh space force was good but yeah not even space force could save him now he's pure evil yeah so that was right before uh i went to the states and um going to san diego which is like you know a mexican border city yeah i was like fuck good job we're gonna see some shit yeah yeah, that's like that's like 90 percent. it was delicious um but like yeah i don't know how if you know anyone who came out in favor of that or was like hey america has a right to you know like as a fucking parent as a person i guess but like as a person who has a relationship with my child who uh i'm imagining if i crossed the border and someone took that kid from me and like stuck him in a pen like good fucking luck i will go uh liam neeson yeah and like rest in nothing to bring down i don't know i think it was like I get that it was this posturing and and trying to act as a deterrent, but I think uh, Trump really... I don't know intelligent people who identify as Republicans who could come out defending this shit now. Like, Like, I saw one defense where it was like, well, if you don't want to be split up from your kid, don't try to cross the border illegally. Yeah, no, that's not going to work because they're there. You can't just put them in this... If you want... To put these people in pens, put them in pens together. Yeah. Like, splitting them up is just evil. Like, one, you're just going to make a terrible situation even worse because they gave their life savings for someone to smuggle them across the border illegally. It's not like they can just be like, oh, well, that didn't work. I'll just turn around. No, like, they gave up everything just for a chance to go. And then taking their kid away is already going to take someone who maybe had one thing to lose and was keeping them reasonable now has nothing to lose and you're gonna go ape shit it's like these people have never watched an action movie from the 80s you take away the kid you have a fucking berserk guy killing everybody yeah i'm 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 radicalized now for sure um what was that movie collateral with arnold schwarzenegger where his family got killed and he went berserk then you had tom cruise was that schwarzenegger i think it was schwarzenegger 
Then you have that new movie with Jackie Chan, The Foreigner, where his daughter gets killed and oh, he goes nuts. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, a family man is plunged into the complex and dangerous world of international terrorism after he loses his wife and child in a bombing. Huh. That's hmm. the exact same hmm. plot as The Foreigner. As many, many movies, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, as... And Trump, who watches, what, six hours of TV a day? He's seen it. Should know this. He should know that this is kind of a cliche plot point at this time. Uh, fucking... Oh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh. It's uh, my job to the the thing is that it the, all this comes on, like, the heels. So, for, like, decades, the U.S. has been kind of... Um, the marketing message around the U.S. has been like, oh, it's this land of freedom and opportunity. Yeah. And if you're from a country where you don't have opportunity, come to our country where there's lots of opportunity and freedom. And now that there's lots of people going there for opportunity and freedom, they're like, fuck no, we don't want this. Yeah. We're going to throw you in cages. Do the opposite of freedom and opportunity. They're like, actually, uh, all the opportunity and freedom you have is jobs that the people here don't want to do. So you're going to do them. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, like, oh, shit, people actually listened to our bullshit while we reduced their countries to rubble yeah. uh, over the past 40 years. And now that they're actually coming to our country, uh, we're starting to have a problem with that. So It's like, oh, fuck, they wrote a number on the blank check. Now our <laughs> bank account can't cash it. They they did write their whatever wrote, marketing department wrote a check that their country can't cash. Yeah. Um, so you wrote a check your ass can't cash, America. Good, good, good one, Nick. <laughs> That's probably good. from <laughs> one of those movies where the guy's family got killed. <laughs> uh, uh, so on the heels of this, do you want to talk about the, the Melania jacket thing, which is like... Okay, this to me, if you take it... Okay, I just have to say... This is kind of a funny situation. Now, hear me out. I'm not saying it's funny that she doesn't care about the immigrant kids in the family. I'm saying it's funny that some bullshit mass market chain, I think it's Zara, makes a jacket that says, I really don't care to you. And it's supposed to be like an army jacket. And it's supposed to, like, appeal to, I guess, like, preteen, slightly emo girls who are like, oh, I don't care about anything right now. But it's cool not to care Right, ha ha ha, and then Milena wears it, and it's like probably the worst piece of clothing she could have worn. The only way that this could be worse was if she wrote on it herself, and it wasn't a mass-produced jacket. Well, okay, so that's the like. I don't think uh, Melania Trump has ever donned a, a jacket. So she wore, yeah, this jacket to visit uh, a border detention facility with like. Big white letters on the back. I really yeah. don't care, do you? Uh, people got mad about it. Uh, and then uh, the, her spokeswoman said, it's a jacket. There's no hidden message. It's, yeah, I'll agree. There's no hidden message. There's a very fucking obvious message painted on the back. Like, yeah. Melania's never worn Zara clothing in her life. Yeah, she would never wear a $50 jacket. This was very much a calculated... Like, this was a conscious decision that probably went through six different tiers of, of handlers oh, yeah. and planners. So you can't she come has out... at least three stylists. Yeah, you can't come out and say, oh, you know what? It's just a jacket. She just happened to be wearing... Like, no, that's bullshit. And to insist uh, otherwise is actually really fucking insulting to... The saddest thing about this could be that 
Well, Trump tweeted afterwards that she wore the jacket because she doesn't believe in fake news. Now, if that tweet's right, that's almost sadder because it means that she would wear a jacket trying to call out the fake news and just not realizing at all the effect it's going to have on, like, just the fucking presidential office, the way it looks like she doesn't care about going to this place. And the worst thing is they were headed to the detention facility and she was seen boarding the plane wearing it to go there. This fucking shitstorm swirls up. And then to make a point, she wears it again when she leaves. Like, you're just... It's like you took two shovels so you could dig your hole deeper faster. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I mean, I don't know why she would do it because... uh, Because... It's obvious the woman fucking hates her husband. Like, Mm -hmm. there is... I... uh, I have seen many loveless marriages in I've never seen a couple that like cannot even put on happy faces or be like remotely affectionate or caring for yeah. each other. Um, like even you watch house of cards. Well, you don't anymore. Cause Kevin Spacey fucked a kid or whatever, but you watch yeah. house of cards and, uh, you saw behind the scenes in that, like him and, uh, him and Claire, whatever, hated each other's guts. But yeah. even they knew to put on, like, a happy face in front of the cameras. Melania and Donald, they can't even do that. Like, they loathe each other. Yeah, I think the Melania and Donald relationship is kind of like you said. It's a behind-the-scenes peek at what happens. Like, because fairy tales end at with happily ever after, and they don't show what happens after that. Now, if you take a fairy tale based on a gold digger and a sociopath rich guy, and then you take a peek behind the curtain of what happens after Ever After, it's their relationship where she might have gold dug too hard, didn't realize the vein she tapped into would just suck her underground in sort of a riptide current. Like, I think her whole thing about getting with Donald Trump was she wanted to be rich, but she didn't necessarily want to be in the public eye. Yes. And now everything she does is under scrutiny. And if she wore this jacket not going to visit these kids, it could be seen as kind of like, I don't care about what you guys say about me or my husband or whatever, but she wore it going to go see these kids. So her whole point is misconstrued. And the only defense she has left is if she goes, I am a very completely dumb person and I didn't know where I was headed when I got on that plane. I was just told it was something I had to do to go do a FaceTime thing and I didn't know it was to go see these kids. If I had, I wouldn't have worn the jacket. <laughs> I had no idea that my meticulously planned schedule yeah. was going to take me into this. Yeah, no, I was 100%. It, it feels... What's the term where you're like, you do something shitty and then someone calls you out on doing something shitty and then you make them feel crazy. You're like, no, I wasn't. Do- uh, the Internet. No, it's uh, gas, gas, gas. Oh, gaslight. Gaslighting? gaslighting. I think it's gaslighting. Gaslamping doesn't sound right. Right. Gaslighting. Yeah. Uh, Gaslighting is a tactic in which a person or entity, in order to gain more powder, pow, powder, <laughs> power, makes a victim question their reality, which is like, 
yeah, this is very much like this was a calculated thing. Yeah. And anyone with half a brain should be able to realize that. But they're like the 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 one hallmark of this administration is that they do something and everyone is like what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, how could a <laughs> any rational human being do this? And then they're like, nope, didn't didn't happen. Or no, why are you why are you imagine or no, it's fucking fake news, man. Like You know what this could be? Remember what was it, the fifties where the CIA was doping like uh soldiers with LSD to see what ha- would happen? Hell yeah. Maybe the CIA is like giving us the equivalent of undrug acid. Like be, seeing Trump in the White House and taking all these actions and saying all this shit on Twitter is like you're on acid because you're just like, this can't be real. Did I take hard drugs? What happened? <laughs> and then the CIA is probably trying to see what would happen if we had a normal, like, well-run society and then the CIA just dosed everybody with LSD maybe it would be the exact same thing. Like, you'd be like, holy fuck, this guy in the charge of us is crazy. I feel like this was just, like, this is part of a, a long con by the Republican Party where, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're next. So we have the Donald Trump administration. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they'll, they'll instill, like, a normal, like, career politician, but, like, yeah. a really, really evil guy, like a Henry Kissinger or a Donald Rumsfeld oh, or something. And they'll put them in, and they'll, like, just go back to, like, uh, carpet-bombing third-world countries and, yeah. like, napalming kids and shit. And everyone collectively will breathe a sigh of relief, <laughs> liberals and conservatives alike, and just be like, okay... At least this, we got rid of that Trump guy. Yeah. We all, like, understand what reality is now, and pe- these people act uh, appropriately in office. Uh, yeah, they're they're massacring uh, kids in developing nations yeah. and, like, bleeding them of their resources, but it's not Trump, so we're, Dude, we're okay. I'm on board with your scenario, and I'm going to give you another reason why this is going to work. Trump recently just did a 180 on North Korea and Russia, so he's like buddy buddying up with North Korea and Russia and he's the crazy one nobody can stand. So if the Republicans go and get an Ivy League president and they're like get this well-spoken guy and he's like, "Hi, my name is John White guy name and I'm your new Republican candidate and I'm going to bomb North Korea and Russia." And everybody be like, "Yes, finally. Bomb them, a yeah. guy who makes sense." Those fucking countries lined up with our evil, crazy guy. Who cares? Bomb away. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think, like, that's the only rational explanation at this point is, like, yeah. is like okay, like, yeah, the next next president will be objectively uh, morally worse, but uh, they will not be such, like, an endless shit parade, uh, which probably means it's going to be tougher for our, our podcast to make a living. Like Mike Pence. I just had to Google that so I didn't sound like an idiot when I asked Mike Pence, who yep. the VP was. Like uh, Mike Pence, arguably very evil guy. Yeah. Hates next, the gays. Conversion therapy. Next to Trump. Really hates the gays. A, a breath hates of fresh air. Hates the gays a lot. Like, also, basically hates all minorities. 2020. Mike Pence, does he win? Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. People people will Dude, there's a picture of him in Oh, that's someone else, never mind. I was going to say there's a picture of him in front of American flag, but that's Michael Flynn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh all right. That's a lot of Trump stuff. Hey. Yeah. The the podcast that 
refuses to talk about Trump yet talks we about We tried Trump. to steer clear of it, but this was like this was one of those things where you were just like what the fuck are you doing? And it was uh it was disappointing that like so imagine another country that that the US has kind of positioned as an enemy pulling this shit and like yeah. detain and you know it, it wouldn't leave the news like us would probably invade or launch some freedom mm-hmm. force to like yeah. go in there and save the children uh but every there, there was no real country that came out and condemned uh what what the us was doing yeah i think no france did okay france for sure condemned it trudeau issued some weak ass statement yeah. uh this stages. this whole thing was kind of good because now I know what it's like to be on the far left team, and I gotta say, not fighting two, not fighting a battle on two a battle. Sorry, not fighting a battle of opinion on two fronts against the far left and the far right while you're in the middle. When you're just on the far left and you just have this ocean of people just screaming the same thing as you, it's pretty it's pretty uh, invigorating, and I could see why a lot of people just say like fuck it. I'm going far left. Yeah. I don't care. Or far or far right. I, I could commit to either at this point. Yeah. Uh, the the only thing that um like obviously I'm I'm more of a leftist in, in my political view, but yeah. every interaction I have with a leftist online pushes me a little bit further to the right. Yeah, so. my my whole thing, which I didn't realize I was, is what's that uh the libertarian. I found out I'm kind of a libertarian. Oh God, I hate libertarians. Not because I agree with all their weird shit, but because socially, I'm like liberal and like gay people should have all these rights, women should have the same pay, all this shit should happen. But fiscally, I'm more like Republican, where I'm like, stop giving money to all these arts programs. It's just a waste. Sorry. So I was watching a video of two outhouses blowing away in the wind, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. That guy that goes like, if you oh if God. you haven't seen this video yet, an outhouse goes eighty feet in the air it's and amazing. blows away. It's pretty crazy. The arts are important. I will say that much. Well, see, my problem is I've gone to like I like arts. I like looking at pictures, but the you internet- are you are an artist. You, yeah, you draw things, which is weird because you think I'd be all for public funding and the government, money. but they don't give me money. Okay. They don't give casual artists money. They give people who just spend 80 percent of their time self pro profitizing about their own artisthood money. And then they just like squander it and do dumb shit with it. Anybody who's a real artist who does art for the sake of just doing art already does it on the internet and just gives it away and people look at it and they're like, oh, that's sweet. Look at something else. Remember DeviantArt? Yeah. That was the shit. Yeah, DeviantArt is good. I was like responsible for 90% of my MySpace profile <laughs> background. Uh, my problem with libertarianism is wait, that... Wait, 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 wait. Before we get any further, I am not a libertarian and I don't defend their party. I'm just saying... Well, then I don't have to attack your stupid I was, beliefs. I was surprised... Which are dumb. ...that my beliefs lined wrong. up with libertarians. Well... They're all like the roads shouldn't be public funded. Well, that's shit. the thing. So they're like they're like small government, no yeah. government oversight over anything, no abolishing taxes. Uh, but I don't know how you look at like where capitalism has kind of less, uh, led us yeah. and be like, oh, like if we just like 
abolish laws and and abolish government regulation. Yeah. People will act in their own best interests yeah. and corporations will act in the best interest of the people. It's like, no, everyone will be trying to grab their fucking piece of the pie and acting in their best interests. Yeah. See, I'm for more uh, government legislation and stuff because now that I've worked in the trade industry, I'm terrified of what happens because the way the trade industry works right now is it's kind of whoever says they'll build it the cheapest gets to build it and this system is a race to the bottom where everything's done as shittily and cheaply as it can but so we need more regulations where it's like yeah you could do it as cheap as you can but you need this much rebar in per foot in a concrete wall like uh, each floor has to be able to hold this much weight. You need all of those regulations because that'll be the first thing to go if you get rid of government. Will be People will be like, yeah, I can build your building for half the price of this guy, but it'll be half as safe. Do you want to make more money or do you want to be safer? The, the answer will always be, and that's the thing, like governments... Governments are an entity as shitty as they are and as, like, poorly managed as they are and, you know, a a fucking never-ending sink of money. Um, They, ostensibly, they they care about the citizens of their country, Mm -hmm. particularly the ones that vote for them. Like, they don't don't want... um, a government never wants to be in power while, like, some incident happens that, like, leads to millions of civilian deaths. Yeah. Uh, whereas a corporation doesn't necessarily give a fuck as long as they're turning a profit from those deaths. Yeah, as long as they can avoid the PR storm of those millions of deaths, they don't care. And the argument would be like, oh, well, the free market says that if a corporation kills millions of people... Uh, other people will just stop buying their products. Uh, Does you, it, Nestle? Dow Chemical, Nestle, uh, Coca-Cola. Like, these are all companies that have literally murdered civilians in okay, other Okay, here, I got the best example, Bayer and Hugo Boss. Both companies that worked for Nazi Germany. Bayer made the chemical weapons, and Hugo Boss made their uniforms. Did those companies lose money because millions of people were murdered? No. No. Everybody sees the Nazis and is like, well, that party was super bad because millions of people died. The corporations escaped all the heat because they're just the corporations and nobody directly blamed them. Yes, people directly blame corporations more nowadays because it's kind of you have more access to what's actually going on with the information of the Internet. But still... You're never going to see, like, was it black? What's, like, the worst corporation right now? Oh, uh, well, it depends. There's, like, you have, like, uh, uh, military contractors. Yeah, okay, Uh, so Blackwater. They're pretty bad. So Blackwater's pretty much the worst military contractor. I think they even had to rebrand after. Yeah, I think they're called something else now. Academy. So that's their name now? Yeah. Wow, that's misleading for sure. So you have Blackwater... Or the Nazi party. You say both those names, which one do people attribute more death to? Well, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. And uh, if the, like, Nats and political parties can't just rename themselves to sound kind of like an obscure, maybe school, maybe military force, maybe mercenary, like academy. Yeah. What is that? 
that's, and that's they spelled it with an I instead of a Y. That's what pit. That is the worst atrocity in all of this. Fuck you. I don't care that they massacred Iraqis. I care that they're using an I where a Y should be. Yeah, like people see that and they're like, "Oh, it's Academy spelled with an I." That is obviously not an international death machine. That is just some person who doesn't speak English well trying to make a funny company. I like how Dale and I. All it took was Trump putting children in cages and Dale and I have gone full socialist on this podcast. <laughs> We've been activated. Take us in. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about more things that made people angry on the internet this week. for you oh yeah <laughs> all right i figured i'd i'd try to uh i've been trying to learn some accents you know because even though i'm really good at accents i want to be really really good at accents so i was just going to uh you go to naturalreaders.com and you can type in some text and you can see what it sounds like in all these different accents and uh that was German and with the name Reiner. Oh, that was very helpful. Thank you, Dale. You're welcome. Mixing it up. Yeah. Next, I'll uh, maybe get a different. I tried Joaquin from Spanish, but uh, he fucked it up. He can't get over the we are part. <laughs> Keeps putting in extra V's. And I figured if I did that, it would sound like a racist accent. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to offend any Castilians. So what a. Do we got anything that's not Trump related? Yeah, we got uh, so no effects punk band. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to talk about this? Yeah. Talk about. Uh, so it's funny because you and I both spent our late teen eras with a healthy dose of no effects, maybe burgeoning or strengthening all of our jaded anger we have towards society in general. And where we kind of softened and grew up a bit, well, no effects didn't. And they offended pretty much the entire world. Uh, when was this, last month? Yeah, so at, at the annual Punk Rock Bowling Festival, no effects is a punk band that has, like, built a career on saying offensive shit. But, yeah, uh, offensive childish shit. What's, uh, what they did uh, at Punk Rock Bowling, which is an annual music festival. That they started, where it's like you go to Vegas... And you get a group of four as a team and you bowl. And then there's a whole bunch of punk rock bands that play concerts at the same time. So you could go enter a bowling tournament and watch punk rock. If that's what you want, that's pretty much heaven. So uh, at the show, which was in Vegas, which uh, was, you know, the victim I don't know of if that. you heard about it. They had a shooting there. Uh, deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history currently until someone else tops it, which is just a matter of time. Yeah. And so what happened was... No Effects played a song about Muslims, and when it finished, uh, Fat, Fat Mike, Mike said, said, oh, we made a song about uh, Muslims and nobody got shot. And then what was the retort? So I, I will say in defense of Fat Mike, he uh, he is an equal opportunity tasteless joke maker. Yeah. Because he made a joke at the expense of Muslims. Uh, and then... Uh, they said, I guess you only get shot in Vegas if you're in a country band, to which Fat Mike responded, uh, at least they were country fans and not punk rock fans. 
Um, Which even the punk rock fans did not like. Yeah. There were reports of audible groans. Uh, two two uh, radio station DJs were present at the show. Uh, they recorded it and sent it to, um, to like, released it on the airwaves. There was, like, public outcry about it. And a couple days ago, Fat Mike uh, basically tweeted that NoFX will not be playing any shows in the U.S. in the foreseeable future because every venue that was going to host a NoFX show uh, basically told them to fuck off, said we don't want you here. Well, basically... That's correct and wrong because it's not like no effects is outright banned in the U.S. They're banned from playing major concert areas like they're pretty established bands. So they go to play uh, stadiums and such, which they can no longer do. They could still go play like dive bars and shit. But I don't know that they can. I mean, they can. I don't think they've ever played stadiums, but they definitely played larger venues. Yeah. Well, what I mean is like they're pretty much a sponsored band where they get paid to tour and stuff like they can still play if they are willing to downsize. Uh, Fat Mike posted the new fuck off website. Fat Mike posted the news about U.S. shows to Instagram. I'm not supposed to talk about it, but because of the comments we made in Las Vegas, every no effects show has been canceled in the U.S. We did not drop off the shows. We were told that no effects is not welcome to play any big venue in the United States. Thoughts? Uh, fuck, this is a hard one to unpack because on one hand, you're like, well, holy fuck, that seems a tad extreme. But on the other hand, it's like the biggest shooting in a country that's rife with shooting pretty much every day. And to make fun of it is to pretty much insult the entire country itself. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know this about the States, but they kind of like themselves. I, I So I think making that joke anywhere, maybe outside of Vegas, it would have been not as poorly received. But yeah. to go to, uh, you know, there are probably people in that crowd who knew people who had died in that shooting. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm all for free speech or whatever. But uh, again, in the, the free freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences category. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you said something fucking dumb. Uh, and like, sorry, but yeah, like, uh, this is, this is kind of like with the Melania thing. It's like, yeah, you should be able to wear a jacket. Yeah. You should be able to say dumb shit, but people are going to hear about it now. Like, I guess no effects has been around for what? 30 years, 40 years almost. And they've been saying dumb. I'm, this is probably not the dumbest thing they've ever said. It's just, now that everything you say can be recorded and distributed across the country very easily, you're held to the repercussions of what you say immediately and on a blanket mass. Like, as much as this help ban- helps bands like that because they can, like, if you're a band, you can get a following because people in Idaho can hear you when they've never seen you and they don't have to get a physical uh, copy of your album. They can just download it and listen to it. But... Now, when you say dumb shit in Vegas, they can also download and listen to that and then they can hate you. And another thing, too, I don't think people really understand is how fickle taste has become. Because right now, with the Internet and access to pretty much anything that's ever been recorded, you can like or hate whatever you want. So you don't have to be emotionally invested in anything. I remember one time I went and saw I went to a warp tour and I saw I was kind of a burgeoning fan of Deftones, and then they started making fun of Bad Religion for desecrating the cross, and I was like, "Wait, did they care about the cross? Yeah, Deftones a Christian band? Yeah, apparently, like Deftones, 
before their set, they said, it's a pretty fucked up thing when you have to desecrate the, the cross for your logo. And I was like, well, fuck you, Deftones. I am no longer a fan. And I haven't liked the Deftones since. I'm only bringing this up because I like to pretend that I used to be cool and actually go to concerts, as well as I have very fickle taste in music. And if a guy, if like the lead singer says something that I don't agree with, well, there's plenty of product elsewhere that I can go enjoy. Did you did you find out if he's Christian? I see a lot of people asking, are the Deftones a Christian Christian band? <laughs> Could you imagine all this time they're just like super Christian and you're like, well, yeah, they don't really sing anti-Jesus songs or anything. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It was like the, weren't a couple of the guys from Korn like really big into Jesus, but it wasn't like Christian music. It was, it was just like, oh, we're hedging our bets in case we die in a plane crash yeah like we're all we're <laughs> we're gonna you know do drugs and have sex with groupies but we're also going to talk about how much we love jesus just in case yeah but we're gonna talk about jesus where it's nobody really recording and it won't affect the pimp lifestyle era or aura of our band yeah, uh, I don't. I I think in the internet age, I think you got to be really careful with. Uh, you know, it's it's hard for bands like No Effects, which have gotten by on like saying really offensive shit. Um, which and it's like their fans don't give a fuck. Like most of the time, No Effects fans don't care about offensive stuff because a they're really not that politically motivated, or they're kind of anti-capitalist politically motivated. But in this instance, it's just like it was like bad taste to the level of being like un undigestible. Uh, but, you know, in their defense, no effects was in the news probably for the first time in like a decade. So, yeah, good. Good for you, Fat Mike. I mean, this is probably the first anybody's really heard of no effects since like all their anti Bush stuff. Yeah. Oh, remember that those were like. You would think that with, like, a dipshit like Trump in power, this yeah. would be the golden age for punk music. But it was actually when uh, when, when Bush was in power. I think that was yeah, I think, for political punk. Right. Uh, yeah, punk won't be as strong now because all the people that are anti-Trump are also kind of, like, uh, sensitive music listeners. Like, they like more stuff like... Uh, mm. What's a super popular, like... Mm. indie lefty band oh god uh, that's not old i can only think of like five-year-old bands what's that, that fucking icelandic band that doesn't even uh shigarosh Sigaros? that's too old is, is that's it like 15 years old arcade fire yeah uh, still a little bit old i'm thinking like judah and the lion and stuff like that judah and the lion yeah but they're good i like them yeah but now you know what i mean like the left Mum is Mumford and Sons. Yeah, the left is the listening Decemberists. to the Decemberists, Mumford and Sons, mm. Judah and the Lion, mm. Walk the Moon, mm. instead of stuff like No Effects, Lagwagon, and Bad Religion. Yeah, that's true. Propaganda, also the, yeah. the greatest political punk band ever to exist. And, uh, oh, fuck, what was that? Less Than Jake was really good. But they, yeah, but they weren't, I don't think they ever sang about politics. Less Than Jake probably voted for uh, Trump. Well, they're from Florida, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about this uh, this uh, fo football? 
Yeah. Uh, first thing I want to say is stop saying he leveled the guy. He didn't. Okay. It was so we hit. For context, uh, you, if you've been to a sporting event, there's always, always a person who gets a couple drinks in them and decides that running onto the field to be a fucking dumb shit and ruin the whole sporting event for everyone is a good idea. Uh, at our local Canadian football which uh, differs slightly from American football. It's a lot more shitty, and nobody watches it. And the players make like there's nine teams in the league, and fucking six of them make the playoffs. Is that how many make the playoffs? Uh, or four? It's no, there are six. Six. There's basically yeah, like one team doesn't make the playoffs every yeah. year out of the entire league. It's the dumbest sport ever. Well, it's uh, not a dumb sport. It's just. There's no talent left over after the NFL, and there's not enough people watching it because it's only in Canada. Nobody from the States really watches the CFL. Like, I think CFL kind of had its heyday in the 70s and 80s when a lot of people liked it before NFL turned into the all-engrossing monster it is. Um, so at our local BC Lions football game, uh, a streaker, I'm, I'm going to say streaker loosely because the guy, like, he didn't even get naked. He was wearing a T-shirt and underwear, which, like, come yeah, on. Commit, that's, buddy. That's, commit. It's not even a Winnie the Pooh streak. Commit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is a braver little bear than you are. <laughs> uh, jumped on the field. It was running around like a dipshit. I don't know why. Uh, the security guards at football games are, like, universally slow and dumpy and like they're not cape like they're not equipped physically to like run a streaker down um, i'm gonna tell you why because to be a security guard you stand around on your feet for what like eight to ten hours a day which is just enough to make you too tired to work out after work to stay in fit because you're like you're physically tired but you're not getting any exercise so you're in this limbo where you're physically sore, but you're not going to go work out and stay fit to be able to foot chase somebody down who's streaking. Plus, the guy's not wearing any pants, so it probably helps him in his speed. Plus, he's drunk, so he's not, like, paying attention to the muscles he's pulling as he's running. Yeah, he also wasn't paying attention to one of the BC Lions football players who... Uh, stepped into him as he was running and like laid the guy out the most satisfying i mean the clip went viral you might have already seen it if you haven't check it out because this guy just gets laid on his ass and it is fantastic and my thing was i i have a problem everybody saying how hard was it marcus young uh, marcus young the, the defensive thing, yes. back who hit this guy from what I seen, it looked like he kind of just stepped in front of him and kind of leaned into him. He didn't like football tackle him. He didn't spear him. He didn't drive him into the ground. He didn't. He essentially just kind of put a basketball pick, and the guy ran into him and fell over super hard. So this leads into what we're going to talk about next because this dipshit drunk fan has lawyered up and is now going to try sue. Is he suing Marcus Young or the BC Lions? Uh, Marcel Young and the BC Lions and probably... Sorry, not Marcus, Marcel. Who, it's a cash grab. It was like, this guy does something fucking stupid and uh, gets injured as a result of the stupid shit he did. Now yeah. he's suing everyone who isn't him because they are all responsible for him being an idiot. And the sad thing is, this is the one CFL team to do this because British Columbia 
compared to the rest of the Canada is pretty much a nanny province where they pass all these laws to look after people because people are fucking children and they can't look after themselves. So for this lawsuit to have any traction, this is the one province where it has the best the best chance of getting the officials and the judge to say, yes, somebody should have been looking after this guy's well-being by not letting him, like not forcing these beers down his throat, not forcing him to take his pants off, not forcing him to jump on the field and run around like an idiot. Yes. Um, Although, you know, they probably are responsible for all of those things. I wow. think Marcel Young uh, physically climbed into the stands, poured a couple beers down this guy's throat, removed his pants, and yeah. then went back onto the field to wait for him. I was like, I'll see you down there, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this guy's an idiot. If you yeah. if you buy a ticket to a major sporting event, you read the fine print on the back of that ticket. What it basically says is that you're waiving uh, any rights to sue the sporting uh, the sporting team or the um the the stadium or anyone remotely affiliated with it if you uh through your own stupidity should be injured at this event same thing if you go to concerts yeah uh any major event um basically you're you're waiving all liability so and this comes from probably decades of people getting drunk and hurting themselves by uh either falling down the stairs falling off balconies or running onto the grounds and getting hurt. Uh, the fan has been banned from the stadium for a year. He was issued a $115 fine and taken to the drunk tank overnight uh, because of a high level of intoxication. Uh, yeah, and now he's gotten, gotten a lawyer. And I, the thing that surprised me was how many people were coming out saying, yeah, absolutely, this football player should be sued. Football player who probably makes like $50,000 a year. Uh, actually, I looked this up because I like to do research about stuff nobody since, cares about. Since when? So the minimum salary in the CFL is $54,000 a year. Plus there's, I think the CBA agreement has a stipend where you make another 1000 for how many years you've played. And Marcel Young was released last year from the Eskimos, so he would in fact be making the least amount possible, which is fifty-four grand plus maybe five or six grand from the years he's played. So he's making the equivalent of a thirty dollars an hour full-time job. Which, uh, if I was going to sue somebody who was an athlete, it, not, w- it wouldn't be that guy. Not the guy making 50000 a year. It would yeah. be the quarterback in the CFL who makes at least 80000 a year. Exactly. Um, but a lot of people came out saying that, yeah, like the, the player shouldn't have hit the guy uh, because, you know, he could have seriously injured him. Yeah. Um, fuck that. The guy, yeah. the guy got drunk uh, and did something incredibly dumb and jumped on the field and, like, disrupted the game for the athletes, for the fans. Like, fuck that guy. And, like... Absolutely hit him. If I watched the CFL, which I don't, from home, and I had to wait 20 seconds uh, for this guy to basically run around until he got sick of it and just left on his own free will, I'd be pissed. And I'd be super happy that uh, Marcel Young took it upon himself to speed up the game and 
get the distraction over and done with. Yeah, well, you don't want to get, like, if you're in the middle of, like, a good drive or something, you don't want your momentum fucked up by some moron. Yeah, and it's like, this is pretty much Bush League of football. You don't want to further embarrass the players, being like, hey, you weren't good enough to be in a pro league, so, well, I guess this is technically, technically a professional league. You weren't good enough to be in the NFL, so you're out here making, like, Use car salesman dollars, and I just don't give a fuck about your game. So, and then this player's like, dude, I just got released from a team last year. I don't know what I'm going to do. How much longer can I play football? Now, there's this fucking guy running around in his blue underwear. You know what? I'm going to put a stop to this because I'm a good defensive back, and this bullshit ain't happening. Yeah. And then he hit him, and then, yeah. Also, uh, when I was younger and I did drunken, stupid shit that injured myself, I didn't act like a little pussy afterwards. I fucking realized how you dumb I was. You can't say pussy anymore. It's, it's sexist to say that. I yeah. didn't act like a giant yeah. wimpy nuts. <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's a good replacement word? Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not okay. wimpy nuts. Okay, uh, I'm not a guy who is also wimpy. You can't, you can't say bitch. You can't say little bitch either. I didn't say little bitch. I said I little bit. Okay. Yeah, so he's like, he's a combination of wimpy, a little bit lame, not cool, maybe lacking a little bit of self-confidence. You can't say the P, the P word. Okay. P word. So all those four <laughs> words, which meshed up perfectly into the P word I'm no longer allowed to say, I wasn't that guy. And I would just be like, oh, fuck, I hurt myself when I was drunk. I'm an idiot. I better maybe go uh, look at my life decisions and decide what I can do so that in the future I don't maybe wreck my life by being a drunken idiot and getting hit by a football player. Instead, I didn't go, hey, that bush that I jumped and flew on and then flipped off and then smashed my leg on a handrail because I was too drunk and my death perception was off. I didn't try to sue the bush. I just realized that my sore leg was my fault. Also, if you were doing something dumb when you were drunk, <laughs> you got fully naked. You didn't half-ass it. You didn't leave yeah. a football jersey and underwear on. You got 100% nude, and you injured yourself in the nude like a real man. Yes, I did. I got nude all the time, and I injured myself nude all the time. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that it for us? Luckily, I don't have any scars. I think that's it. Uh, oh, shout-out to Saudi Arabia. Breaking news. They just uh, legalized women driving. Oh, uh, hey. Welcome to the party. Not not going to make the obvious joke. Yeah, I'd, I think now would be the worst time to make a woman driver joke. But instead, we should just be saying, what the fuck? You waited this long? And then, uh, oh, also, maybe Saudi Arabia, look at the rights that gay people have in your country. And yeah. maybe stop killing them and putting them in jail. That'd be nice. That's a start. Uh, you do live on the same planet as we do. And we currently allow the gays to get married and our society hasn't collapsed. Actually, it's probably better than yours. And that's probably one of the main reasons why. Yep. Uh, so congratulations to Saudi Arabia on becoming more progressive while the United States becomes less progressive. Yeah. There's still a vast cavern in between the two. So they're going to meet, they're going to meet in the middle. One of Don't worry, days. Saudi Arabia. You probably have a hundred years of these, uh, progressive rulings before, 
the states will downplay to your level. We're getting there. Yeah. Uh, all right. As always, thanks for listening to this episode 49 of Outrage Factory. Hey, next week we're going to have a big 50th episode extravaganza. Sticker update. Uh, Sticker update. Yeah, Dale wants to talk about Dale's. Okay. I ordered stickers. They're coming. If you want stickers, hit me up. I'll send you some stickers. Uh, I also have the ability to, well, I don't have the ability. I have the ability to go on the internet and order mugs, t-shirts, uh, tote bags. Dale, Dale just discovered printing services on the <laughs> yeah. internet. He is very excited. Well, no, what I discovered was <laughs> you can go upload an image and just click and then get shit a week later. And that is amazing. So, yeah, if you want a mouse pad, like, I don't know if people still have mouse pads. What's a mouse? Uh, good point. If you want a T-shirt or a mug or a notepad or some other dumb shit you probably don't need that your significant other will question your financial responsibilities for purchasing, then let me know and I will help you because my significant other questions my financial responsibility all the time. It's the only way to fly. <laughs> uh, you can tweet me at Herder or us at Outreach Fact Pod should anything on the internet make you angry next week. You can tweet me at SuperDaleBot. Uh, my Facebook name is my name. You can find me there. Uh, you Please like us on Facebook. Uh, slash Facebook.com slash Outreach Fact Pod, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Please if, like us. If yeah, if if as always, like thank you for listening. Uh, if if you've liked us on Facebook, feel free to shoot us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you know someone who likes listening to two dumb idiots talk about things they know nothing about for an hour every week, uh, please recommend this podcast to them. We'd yeah. appreciate that. And uh, if you hate people and want to pretend that we're super good and make them listen to it, like. People keep telling me to listen to other dumb podcasts when they should know I'm not really that interested into boring podcasts like stuff about murder. Like, yeah, wow, I really want to listen to people talk about crime for three hours. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is a yeah. real crime? That makes it less interesting. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I don't even care. Listen yeah. to us instead. We'll give you opinions on people having opinions about the crime. Yeah, and you're guaranteed to be one, offended, and two, made laugh. Is that the prop, I don't know. It's just uh, amused. Yeah, I guess <laughs> amused to the point of chuckling. That that's that's our slogan. You will be for sure amused to the point of chuckling, or you don't have to listen to us anymore. Yeah. But you probably should because we might make you chuckle the next time. The one time you stop listening is the one time you would have laughed. That's our slogan right there. So that way you're tricked into listening forever. All right. Uh, until next week, stay angry.